Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode number 25 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. This is your host, Vacationeer Tom. Join alongside our panel, Ian and Joe. How are you guys doing today? Swell. Very well. Swell and very well. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Um, I don't hurt as much. <laughs> All right. Well, this still, still a little sore in the shins, but we're okay. <laughs> this week's episode, we are actually discussing news. That's right. There's a lot of news going around, so we thought we decided to uh, pull it all out, do just one episode, just news stories, because uh, there's some interesting things to talk about. So let's delay no longer and get right into it. The first news story we will be discussing is from SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment. We seem to talk about them a lot, uh, mainly because uh, we're big fans. So uh, they recently filed three trademark applications. Uh, three names are Twisted Tiger, the Uproar, or Uproar, and Tigris. Uh, So they filed those three names and there's a lot of speculation of what these may be and where they may go. Now, obviously uh, all Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Bush gardens, Tampa. Yes. That these, at least Tigris and uh, twisted tiger. Yeah. Obviously they're the only ones that have any tiger theming in any of their parks. So that makes the most sense. Of course, the biggest two rumors um, are the tidal wave spot that they would be, remove that the closed dysfunctional ride that no longer operates and put it put in a premier ride skyrocket Two clone which is the tempesto and the electric eel that is currently being opened in uh san diego <laughs> sea world san diego yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that one i'm not too psyched about that rumor uh but the I second hope one they find a better harness for it <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know about that either uh but the second one is uh the second rumor could be to RMC Guazi, and that, my friends, would be quite the uh, the thing to do because it is. Uh, what did I read? I think it's like the 40th anniversary or something next year. I don't remember what it was, but there is there is some type of celebration they may be celebrating. Um, so yeah, RMC Guazi would be. Oh man, can you imagine? Because it's a racer, so they have they have a lot of room that they could. Uh, well, obviously, they're not going to make it a racer, probably, but. They they have That'd a lot cool. of they have a lot of track they could uh, mess around with. So uh, yeah, but would they do that? Because like mean, with all the other twisted, like I don't know. It makes sense. Yeah, what do you think, Joe? Uh, not really sure. I'm I'm not really familiar with that area down in Tampa. I don't I haven't spent a lot of time down at that park, so not really sure visually where where it would be. Well, who cares about that? Just the fact that they get an RMC. Uh, the Guazi coaster. They now, did you that. ride Guazi, Joe, before it shut down? It's their wooden racer. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. I did ride the wooden racer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, that could be. Uh... I'm just not the biggest wooden coaster fan until <laughs> this past weekend, but that, that's a subject <laughs> for another podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, um, yeah, well, yeah, you haven't ridden any RMC, so it's hard to. Yeah, yeah uh, okay. Well, it's still, it'd be very good. Well, better. I mean, of the two, you have to. You'd want the RMC Guazi over yeah. the Tempesto clone, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, okay. I pretty much <clears throat> Tempesto clones just kind of waste your time. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that would get anybody into the parks, uh, but who knows? I mean, just think about Mean Streak and Steel Vengeance, all that room that Mean Streak had. 
And yeah. Quasi has just as much, probably. Yeah, yeah. You could do... Amazing uh, attraction. Oh, it could be super long. and Oh, man, so good. Although I do wonder <laughs> if they do the things like Tempesto with the really bad queue in things on purpose, because of the declining attendance, the slower queue and how it goes through people a lot more slowly if it gives the impression that the park's a lot busier. I don't know if that's into their calculation at all. <laughs> uh, it just seems odd to be adding low throughput rides to parks. Well, I mean, this if there be if they were to add this, it would squarely be because it's a clone. They probably get a discount on it because they already bought two others, and it's a proven entity, right? They like just it's right off the shelf here. Put this in, bam, plug and play. It's probably a lot cheaper than well, it'd definitely be a lot cheaper oh, than yeah. building a a custom coaster. So, and you certainly don't need any of the engineering. You're right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, it'd be the cheap way to go, and God knows SeaWorld. Uh, <laughs> Uh, That's financially, how they do it. <laughs> yeah, they're not doing uh, too well. So yeah, uh, we'll have to wait and see what uh, what plays out. I'm hoping for the best, but uh, much like uh, the rumors for Busch Gardens Williamsburg with their their Giga, I'm, <laughs> I fear <laughs> they're just that rumors. Uh, let's move on to the next story. Six Flags. This is this is an interesting one. I read this. <laughs> Six Flags has signed a new agreement this week to develop a new theme park in Saudi Arabia, just outside of Riyadh. The theme park will be one piece of the... Now, I tried to look up this word, how to pronounce it online, and I could not find anywhere to pronounce... Uh, so I'm going to guess from the way I looked up how to pronounce Riyadh. So uh, this Saudi Arabian word, I'm going to guess it's Kidada. That's probably way off, <laughs> but I'm guessing that's what it is. So uh, <laughs> forgive me, uh, all my Saudi <laughs> friends... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> our, our all fans. our Saudi listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. Forgive me, please. Uh, you know, e- email us <laughs> the, the pr- pronunciation of that. Uh, but I'm gonna say it's Kiata. So the theme park will be one piece of the Kiata development that will also include a safari park, sports, cultural, and other recreational facilities. It's interesting they don't mention a water park. I mean, it is a desert, right? You'd think they'd throw in a water park, but who knows? As part of the agreement well, with Saudi Arabia, well, that's just kind of thumbing your your nose at nature, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> they're not Qatar, <laughs> who put who put a ski slope, an indoor ski slope in the desert, just to say, hey, look, look at what we can do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that was yeah, that's Dubai, I think, right? Yeah, that could UAE? be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but as part of the agreement with Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. Uh, who is the primary investor? Six Flags will develop and design the park, which is planned to open in 2022. Now, let me tell you something. They finally figured. They finally answered the long, uh, long question that no one could answer. What is worse? What is the one thing worse than going to a Six Flags park? <laughs> Go into a Six Flags park in a desert. <laughs> oh my God! This is going to be awful. This, I mean, let's face it. The sun's going to just bleed all the colors out of this park within nine, wait, wait, a year and a half. And Six Flags isn't going to invest in painting anything. Uh, it, the park's going to look just run down and nasty within two years. All the cardboard signage and all their, their theming, quote unquote, is going to catch on fire. <laughs> it's going to go up in flames. Right, this park, it's going to look nice for probably the first 90 days. And then it's going to just go, it's going to tank. Oh. It's so interesting that they're they're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> is this where all the money is going? Is this why we have a what lazy river in our home park? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Six Flags America. Yeah, hmm. we need a lazy river. Yeah, this. Yeah, this is uh, hmm. Six Flags in uh, Saudi Arabia. So yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Maybe uh, they'll step up their game. But man, if they no. have the upkeep that they do in the uh, 
our parks, man. That's well, they certainly have the budget for it. I mean, so, you know, it may be really awesome because, you know, that, that part of the world, when they build new things, they build them ridiculous and cool. So, yeah, well, this might be the best Six Flags park ever built. Uh, they, it very well could be. I mean, with the with the budget of, uh, you know, with that oil money, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, all right, Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. That's right. We're back to SeaWorld Entertainment. Yay. Uh, there's some new rumors out uh, by BGW fans. Uh, really good site uh, to check out any rumors for Bush Gardens. They seem to have a pulse on that park. Uh, SeaWorld Parks sent out an online survey to guests uh, of Wim- Bush Gardens Williamsburg asking their feedback on the possibility of adding a Sesame Place park at their Williamsburg Park property, creating a third gate. Now, I get these, uh, I get a lot of these surveys, and I did not get this one, so I'm a little disappointed that uh, I never uh, got this guy. I get the stupid uh, day camp, <laughs> which is a worthless one, but uh, yeah, I did not get this one. Uh, so some of the basic, some of the uh, rumors are the basic layout of the park the existing Forest of Fun area of Bush Gardens uh, would be walled off from the rest of the park, and it would be linked up to three new lands to create this new park. The new lands, which would be the neighborhood, Central Park, Forest of Fun, and Seaside, would include a separate main entry land full of shops and restaurants and a couple of lands with dry rides, shows, and other attractions, and finally, a wet-themed land with uh, water park fun, or water fun and a couple of water slide attractions. As a whole, it looked like the new park would take up the current France, quote-unquote, uh, parking lot. So, Is that yeah. the preferred lot? Uh, yes. Is that accurate, Ian? I think so, right? Because, yeah, yeah when we park at preferred lot, yeah. yeah, you see the forest fun. So, yeah, this would be a good idea, I guess, because then you could share parking and <laughs> other uh, the ticketing booths. I mean, yeah, a lot of the infrastructure would be pre-built for you. I, I said, well, no, wait a second. How would that work? Yeah. Hmm. That'd be interesting. You'd have to, yeah, the entrance, yeah, the whole thing would have to be rerouted a little bit, but yeah. Uh, well, you just give them a different color parking pass on the way in and you just take hey, the yellow ones go right, the red ones go left. I mean, they already do that with preferred parking, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you could just share the parking, but I just mean the, if they got rid of preferred parking, yeah, they'd have to, like the buses all would be, have to be rerouted, right? Because they go up the side that would now go through the park, the new Sesame Place. I don't know. It logist- logistically, they could figure it out. But uh, uh, yeah, this is an interesting concept. I don't object to it. I guess I'd, I, 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 I'm in. I'm completely indifferent about this rumor. <laughs> Actually, the only part of the indifference I would it, w- it would uh, affect me is if this caused yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah the other project, Madrid project, to. Uh, be postponed or canceled that would uh <laughs> that would uh have a sour taste in my mouth if this caused that but uh, other than that if it was t- completely separate i'm completely indifferent i don't go over to elmo land at all um so that's weird if they were to wall that off right there because the sky ride is right next to that area yeah so yeah you'd have to walk over well i mean before it existed the sky ride was there. Yeah. Yeah. And you could actually go in the back way to get to the sky ride. Remember you could go to the left. Oh, so you might be able to do that again. They might open un- that. They might they open just have to open way. a new path up to the sky ride. Yeah. Well, the sky ride, like there was a path before, before yeah. that Elmo mm-hmm. world force of fun was open. You could go up to the left and walk That'd up. That'd just be weird. Just, there's just a wall. And then, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm completely indifferent. I could care less. Like I said, I don't go up there. 
visually visually see bush gardens has always been weird though with their with the kids place because you know they finally had a kitty land because before you'd have each each country you would have one kids ride yeah yeah unlike all the other parks usually you have a kitty land where all the little kids go with bush gardens are kind of just spread all over the place what's well, a double-edged sword it's a lot of a lot of people like that because then if you have kids of different age ranges the older kids can ride their rides and younger kids can ride their rides all at the same time instead of having to either split up or dedicate uh, time for each child. Yeah, so, how long has Land of Dragons been there? No, it has probably been there since opening. Uh, yeah. And that will, be again, be their number one place in Busch Gardens Williamsburg because now, yeah. That's where all the kids are going now. Well, if they don't have passes to the... Elmo one. <laughs> Sesame yeah. Place, right? <laughs> oh, I hope they have increased the membership costs. Oh, that's just included. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that would be part of well, it. I'm sure there will be a Sesame Place bonus membership that for only $7 more a month. You can go to Sesame Place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on every third Thursday and Wednesdays that are fall on even numbered days. <laughs> Uh, but it would be, it'd be interesting because another, uh, like I said, in that uh, BGW fans article, they mentioned about, you know, Hell Scream. You know, they could remove. Oh, did you hear about the new warehouse? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I read that too. That's another. Uh, Is that on here? No, it's not on the notes here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a new warehouse they're building behind, what, the Festa House or something? Yeah, somewhere. And there's speculation as to what it's going to be for. It could either be uh, for Hell Scream. Event. Yeah. As a- uh, Christmas Town, or just internal storage that you know we never see. <laughs> well, they had paths. Well, I guess they would do that anyway. Never mind. Yeah, but a dedicated uh, uh, Hell Scream House would be uh, twenty. Oh, all year round. <laughs> well, not all year. Just that you could build it. Like, if, did you read the you article? You could build it out and then I and then not put anyone in it to scare people. Yes. Like right it now, it could be scary on its own, Ian, because it's a permanent <laughs> structure. Yeah, Bush Gardens just... Williamsburg basically have to has to rip down everything <laughs> except for. Um, deadline underneath Pompeii. Everything else, they either ha- they have to rip it out because they use it throughout the year. Whereas, like King's Dominion, for example, they have a lot of houses that they put up and they just leave because yeah. it's empty. So, or maybe. not if they use it for Christmas too. Like well, that's what I mean. Castle. No, it'd probably be one or the other, because it wouldn't help you. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Why do they? <laughs> I don't Is that know. all they're gonna do? Close down. Right, they just do a nightmare before Christmas. Just license that one. Just leave it up all fall. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, that's Disney, and they already do that in, in Disneyland. <laughs> they do that to Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, Joe. Really? And they put it up, and it's wow. perfect, because, yeah, you could do Halloween and Christmas. So they that's theme wonderful. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Disney's got it on. I'm, I'm a genius, just several years <laughs> late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, uh, again, that's another rumor that uh, we'll have to see how that pans out for uh, SeaWorld Entertainment. Uh, the next one is... Universal Studios announced for Halloween Horror Nights uh, 28, I think it is. Uh, Stranger Things uh, is coming to Orlando, Hollywood, and Singapore parks. So I think we're all fans of Stranger Things, the Netflix original television show. Uh, Joe, you watch it, right? Wow. (laughs) That is a yes. Uh, Yeah, so this is really exciting. Um, I... I kind of want to get down there and uh, go to it this year now because uh, this is announced. It is rumored. Uh, that would be pretty incredible as well. Uh, so I have to see what I can pull, but I don't know. But yeah, uh, Stranger Things, that's a big pull for uh, for Universal. 
for their Halloween Horror Nights, and uh, I like it. They announced this a lot earlier than they did last year, right? Because how long did last year everything was announced super late, right? Um, I don't know. They they, they did scatter it out. I don't, I don't. I think they announced the first thing early. I don't no, know. But no. Halloween Horror Nights last year announced everything all at once. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I don't remember. It was very late too. Yeah, I don't know. It was like within a month of us going, and they still hadn't announced anything. It was like two months, three months, maybe. It was very late. I don't recall, but I, I do know this is very exciting stuff, and I would. Uh, and this is going to be based on season one, so nothing from season two. So this seems to indicate that possibly next year it's going to be like uh, American Horror Story, where they Ooh. come out and they do another. Do you think they're going to get rid of American Horror Story? Uh, I don't know. Because it would only be one season. I'm pretty sure. Well, they could go back and do a dedicated season. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they didn't do the newest season. No, but I don't know how... Which one was that? <laughs> that was the um, political one. Yeah, I mean, how are you going to do that? I don't know. Dude, just a bunch of people in Trump masks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds um, like a nightmare. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe we'll figure out a way to uh, get down there for a day. I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things up in the air right now. But that is exciting. But let's stay at Universal Studios Florida. Uh, there's rumors from Disney and more. A fourth park could be completed as soon as 2023 or 2024, and that it could uh, feature. Yeah, it could feature Super Nintendo World, Jurassic World, Lord of the Rings, and Thrill of Thrills: The Ministry of Magic. And of course, that's Harry Potter. Fantastic uh, so. beasts on Harry Potter. Well, no, it's Harry Potter, too. Harry Potter, it, he got tried at the Ministry yeah. of Magic, so it is part of Harry Potter. So, so, yeah, that would be uh, pretty crazy. Now, I don't understand the uh, Jurassic World if they would... Because they already have Jurassic Park in one of their That parks. was getting kind of old, though, right? I mean... Yeah, but are you going to take it out? You're not going to relocate it. I don't know. Jurassic Park is different from Jurassic World. But it's right next to Kong, so it works out perfect. Dinosaurs and King Kong. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting one. Um, Super Nintendo, they've already... I think, I think it, I'd rather see them do a Monster Land. Because you got Kong, right? I mean, get the Godzilla and Ghidra, and I just you could go crazy with a Monster Land. Yeah, but I don't know what kind of uh, commercial appeal that would have. I don't know. Who, who, would, that, who would that attract besides you, Joe? <laughs> oh, there's me. I, Kong, you can have a Sharknado shark the push, right? yeah. Sharknado. <laughs> I need some park in Orlando. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, man. You know what? Six Flags would be a perfect uh, <laughs> chain to pick up. <laughs> I'll just six, post it all in Baltimore. Sci-fi. It's a bunch of shark cutouts. <laughs> Sharknado land. Ooh. Oh, man. That sounds scary. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, right now it's rumored this is uh, to be possibly be built on the sites that they purchased the land they purchased between what 2015 and 17 that's uh near the old wet and wild and stuff so uh we'll have to keep an eye on that as well uh that sounds very interesting uh let's move back to sea world entertainment in fact sea world san diego this is some sad news that we probably already knew uh local news reports that the park's attendance in 2017 dropped 14 percent bringing in bringing in about 500,000 viewer guests than the previous year. This is much worse than the reported 5.5% drop experienced by the chain as a whole. Uh, Electric Eel is opening May 12th. 
And let's see what that does. But like I said, that's a Tempesto clone, so yeah, <laughs> I don't expect that to boost much uh, <laughs> attendance. That's not bringing people in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, San- SeaWorld San Diego is just hurting. Plus, I think they have they have height restrictions, right? So they can't even build like a tall coaster if they wanted to. I'm pretty sure that park has height restrictions. Yeah. Um, it just can't do anything tall. Yeah, they should just cut their losses at that point. But that's, isn't that the original? Yeah, I mean, but I think like California is like the center of where all the protests are coming from. Oh yeah, that's the key. Yeah, so they have to shut down their their aquatic stuff. But the problem is they can't replace it with like exciting, thrilling rides because they aren't allowed to build them. You don't need. Yeah, well, they're just sitting on really expensive real estate. Maybe they should condos, apartments, or something. <laughs> yeah, and I've looked at the the map for San Diego because uh, next year we're planning on. Uh, going out to California to do a trip. And it's very small. Or is that Texas, actually? Hmm. That might have been Texas. It's a very small park. Like, Aquatica is built into it, like, into like as one type. It's like, it's very small. That actually might be Texas. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. but, uh, yeah, SeaWorld San Diego. I, I don't know what they're going to do. They're, they're hurting. And Electric Eel, yeah. That's not gonna. That's not saving the day in any aspect. <laughs> they need some good dark rides. They need a. They need something cool, like a good themed log flume. Get a dark ride in there. Let's go. Sharknado. I'm pushing the Sharknado yeah, ride. Pushing Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, they, let's. They let's... can underbid Six Flags. <laughs> Let's get back to uh, SeaWorld Entertainment. Uh, Sesame Place, Langhorne, Pennsylvania. It has become the first amusement park in the world to officially be designated as a certified autism center. And you're asking, what does that mean? Let me tell you. Uh, It will have certified staff trained in sensory awareness, motor skills, autism overview, program development, social skills, communication, environment, and emotional awareness. Uh, Ride Accessibility Program. This is their RAP, their RAP. Um, their program matches the individual abilities of their guests uh, to the requirements of each ride. RAP is uh, designed to allow guests to fully participate in the enjoyment of our park while keeping in mind the safety requirements of our rides and attractions. The program was developed based on the requirements of a ride manufacturer and by evaluating the physical and mental attributes required to s- safely ride each ride. It is our policy to allow anyone to ride our rides and enjoy our attractions as long as they meet all these requirements and such that it does not represent a potential hazard to the guests or to others. To enroll into the RAP program, we recommend recommend filling out a ride accessibility questionnaire before your arrival. No additional documentation is required to enroll in the RAP program. Bring the completed questionnaire to the Welcome Center, located just inside the front gate on the left-hand side. Once the form is validated, a personalized list of rides and attractions will be, will be provided to you. Guests enrolled in the RAP may be eligible for our special access program. That's right, the SAP, uh, which allows guests to enjoy priority boarding on attractions. So, yeah, so if your kids can't handle lines, they get into the RAP, which then allows them to uh, skip the regular lines or do however they do that. Um, they also, in this park, will have quiet rooms, noise-canceling headphones, and low-sensory areas. Now, the low-sensory areas, 
This sounds like poor theming to me. <laughs> That's it, just a white room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, here's a ride with no noise. It's just completely silent. <laughs> this is the interesting one. I like this one. Low sensory parade viewing. Let me read you this. This is funny. Guests who want to enjoy the parade without direct character interaction, such as hugs or high fives, are encouraged to sit closest to where our parade begins and or several rows back from the parade viewing line. Disney's been doing this for years. To show up like five minutes before a parade, you can't get anywhere near the route. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they need like a glass cube with the one-way glass that no one can see in. They can just put them in the back of a box truck that's parked along the parade route <laughs> with the glass. Yeah, it sounds like just don't sit in the front row, and that's what you have here. I mean, <laughs> it's very ah, interesting. Nobody chucking candy at them. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's interesting. Um, so, yeah, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> Sesame Place, uh, the first autism uh, awareness what is it designated awareness or autism center certified autism center so uh i guess that's uh nice and if they do that here in Wormsburg, maybe uh, much of the same we can expect uh maybe a parade that'd be uh exciting even if it is barney and or not barney but uh, barney. <laughs> elmo and elmo. Uh, big bird and whomever all right uh let's move on to our last news story it, and of course, it's got to be Schlitterbahn, right? You guys all know about this. Yeah. Oh, uh, you. Ian, I was, was kind of looking to see if I could find the uh, the episode they were on of the, to watch them brag about the ride too. In light of all this, would be cool. <laughs> yeah. So, Ian, uh, you remember us? We watched um, Extreme Water Parks when they were building Vracht. Yeah. yeah. You you understand? You you know the story, right? The dude who got decapitated. Well, ten year old kid, but yes, got decapitated. Now yeah. they're okay. So here's the go. Ten uh, year old. Uh, Caleb Schwab killed in 2016 on Verrucht. I don't know why I have to give it to on Verrucht. Uh, family settled. Now, the family settled for about $20 million. Verrucht certified in 2014 by Guinness World Records as the tallest water slide. Uh, it was featured on Travel Channel's Extreme Water Parks, and we watched that back in the day. Uh, and I thought, well, wow, this looks like a cool ride. So Jeff Henry, the co-owner, which he's uh, featured heavily in the Travel Channel's uh, documentary on extreme water parks, and John Schooley, he's the designer, they're each charged with uh, reckless second-degree murder, aggravated battery, and aggravated child endangerment. Now, I, I, I thought murder was, I don't think you, I thought it was just manslaughter if you unintentionally killed people, right? I thought that... How did the kid die? I thought it was something like he wasn't tall enough or something. No, the raft flew up. Yeah. And he got they the well, they got the caught net. on the net on yeah. top. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought okay. I didn't know. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how Yeah, I don't I don't know the legalities of all the different because there's like what, ten different murder charges you can get. Yes. <laughs> Between murder and manslaughter and reckless endangerment, yada yada you can do. But yeah, I mean they, they, they set up a situation in which somebody died without you know hiring an engineer to see if they would live. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's one of those things, I guess, you know, you look at it and say, you know, it's predictable. Book him for murder, Dano. If you hit somebody in a car, it's manslaughter. Well, no. You can murder somebody in a car. Well, I mean... Mans manslaughter yeah, if, if is I'm If different... I'm running you down, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, an accident. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Let's keep going. Uh, Tyler Austin Miles, the director of operations, has been charged with involuntary manslaughter. So he got the manslaughter charge. Hmm. Interesting. 
Uh, the construction company involved in designing and building the slide also faces charges, according to the indictments unsealed, <clears throat> unsealed in March. Excuse me. The five, all five defendants are charged with aggravated battery and aggravated child endangerment for injuries suffered by 13 others, including four children on the water slide before Caleb's death. So, yeah, so I think there's, uh, from what I read, I read a bunch of stories. Uh, there's a lot of cover up, uh, hiding the fact that other people were injured. This is a- well, if people were injured and you still left it open and then somebody died, now now there's your, I think there's your murder, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess the question is, how much does Jeff Henry and John Schooley know? Because they are the co-owner and de- designer. I don't think yeah. they, I mean, they're... Do they know it? When do they know it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, are they, are these people covering up on their behest or are they, they, they must be, right? I mean, they said they have emails and stuff. So there must be some type of paper paper trail, having them say something because otherwise, how how can the the director of operations of the park get man involuntary manslaughter, where the co owner and the designer get second degree murder? This is in Canada, right? No, no, Texas. No, no this is Kansas, Missouri, there. right? Missouri. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I think it's in Kansas City, right? It might be. So I'm glad of Kansas City. Yeah, it's uh Kansas City, Kansas, not Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> They're on the other side of the river. Yeah, yeah that's crazy, right? Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's very interesting. It'll be very interesting to hear uh, once more stuff comes out as to what what the uh, details are, because it's very confusing. But from what I could tell, now I know nothing. So uh, from what I could tell, it seemed like a, the good old boys network. Uh, was going on with uh, Jeff Henry and everybody who thought, you know, they, you know, some things happened. They got away with it. They're buddy buddies with the governor and everybody trying to get mm-hmm. more business. Uh, yeah, I thought they were above the law. And well, now chickens yeah. coming home to and, roost. And maybe the uh, director of operations turned on the owner, actually handed over the emails in exchange for the lesser charge. Oh, uh, that could be too. That's very, uh, very wise. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, he started out as like uh, just a regular worker and worked his way up through the park. So. Um, I'm not sure what his story is other than that. Uh, but yeah, I don't, you know, you know, they're talking about the stores talking about how he was like Jeff Henry was on the extreme water park show, you know, it, you know, touting that he may die on this ride and all this stuff. But that was for the TV show. Obviously you're going to say things you, you're talking. He, he wants to promote his water ride. So he's going to say you're things he hype, doesn't right? believe. Yes. <laughs> I, if they use that in court, Oh man, that is that's gonna be so wrong because I I don't believe for a second that he he honestly thought he could die right before he got on it and rode down the thing. <laughs> there, there's no way. Uh, he's I mean, say so you could die on this park and then you put someone else on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I watch my nephew get on there. <laughs> you know, if they use that in court, honestly, I think he should go with the uh, roller coaster tycoon three defense. Say, listen, I built this ride in roller coaster tycoon. <laughs> Tycoon three, I ran it, and no one died. A couple people got sick, a couple people were mad, but let's face it, I burst their balloons as they walked into the queue. <laughs> That's why they're mad at me. <laughs> Do you remember that in the that game? You could walk around, the little peeps would be walking around. You could bust, you could pop their balloons. You guys remember <laughs> that? I do. Seems like it was just just cruel. <laughs> <laughs> you could let wild animals out too. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like uh, oh, this is going to be an interesting story to follow as well. 
because man, there's going to be some trouble brewing for him. Um, PR alone is is not good. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, so yeah, that, those are the new stories that uh, we have <laughs> for this episode. Uh, Ian or Joe, do you guys have anything you want to add? Any other news that you uh, saw that you'd like to discuss before we wrap it up? Now I think you covered the news uh, pretty thoroughly here. All right then. Well, I'd like to thank you, thank my panel for coming on this episode, Ian and Joe. And until we stream again, pray for Gwazi RMC and keep making memories. Right on. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeer Steam Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationeerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationeers Theme Parks and More production.